Hospitals are acquiring physician practices at a blinding pace. They claim efficiency and better patient care is the underlying cause, which everyone, including themselves, knows is bull. The physicians selling their practices are more ingenuous. They seek and receive cash from the sale. Physicians coming from training and from private practice employment join hospital-owned practices seeking safety. A fool's bet in any event, but it's what they believe. Hospitals receive a tremendous economic benefit in owning a physician practice, not only because those physicians are now captive referrers generating facility fees, but also because Medicare payment rules provide tremendously higher reimbursement to hospital-owned physician practices than to independent ones. Of course, charges to consumers go up. If the hospital can, both through practice acquisition and the expansion of its system, acquire sufficient market power, it can also pressure insurers, individual consumers, and others paying for health care to pay more for the same services. It was just such a possibility of higher prices that led the federal courts to order the dismantling of a major medical group acquisition. The place, Idaho. The players, St. Luke's Health System, Saltzer Medical Group, several hospital competitors, the state of Idaho, and the Federal Trade Commission. The preview. In February 2015, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals upheld the 2014 trial court ruling that St. Luke's Health System violated federal antitrust laws when it acquired Saltzer. Specifically, the law at issue is Section 7 of the Clayton Act, which bars mergers whose effect may be substantially to lessen competition or tend to create a monopoly. Some background. In 2012, St. Luke's acquired Saltzer, the largest independent multi-specialty physician group in the state. St. Luke's paid for Saltzer's assets and $9 million for goodwill. St. Luke's, a, a statewide system, had an emergency clinic, but not a hospital, in Nampa, Idaho. Of the adult primary care physicians in Nampa, St. Luke's employed eight, Saltzer employed 16, St. Adolphus, the only hospital in Nampa, employed nine, and there were several solo or small practices. After the acquisition, St. Luke's had the largest number of adult primary care physicians in the Nampa market. Those physicians would refer into the St. Luke's system, although, for compliance reasons, the acquisition documents did not legally require it. Lawsuits and Decisions The two hospital competitors, St. Adolphus and Treasure Valley, with a hospital in Boise and a surgery center in Nampa, and then the Federal Trade Commission, joined by the state of Idaho, filed independent suits. The suits were combined, and they focused on the acquisition's anti-competitive effects in the adult primary care provider market. In January of 2014, the district court, that's the trial-level court, held that the acquisition was monopolistic and ordered it unwound. St. Luke's appealed to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. In early February 2015, the Ninth Circuit upheld the lower court's decision, including the remedy of requiring the divestiture of the Saltzer Group. As might be expected, the hospital argued that the purpose of the acquisition was to improve patient outcomes. 
Essentially, its position was that improvement of outcomes should trump the risk of anti-competitive price increases. The trial court accepted as fact that St. Luke's and Sulzer genuinely intended to move toward a better healthcare system. The court also accepted that the merger would, quote, improve patient outcomes if left intact. But despite the fact that the acquisition would improve care, the trial court found that the huge market share of the post-merger entity created a substantial risk of anti-competitive price increases. The appeals court upheld the trial court in its entirety. As of the date of this recording, it's not known if St. Luke's will appeal the decision to the U.S. Supreme Court. So what are the takeaways for physicians? One, despite the hopes by hospitals and large regional and national groups that coordination of care or better outcomes or other quality measures and efficiencies will excuse monopolistic activities, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, in upholding the trial court's decision, has made it clear that traditional antitrust analysis applies. If the acquisition combination creates market power that can hinder competition, it should be enjoined. Two, we can expect to see more healthcare mergers and acquisitions, both those by hospitals and by large physician groups challenged on antitrust grounds. Three, we can expect to see more non-merger business arrangements between hospitals and physician groups as hospitals seek to avoid antitrust scrutiny. Last, a personal note. The rallying cry for physician alignment is better care for less money. But now, recent data shows that alignment doesn't result in improved care, and the federal courts say it's not for less money. So, if you still believe in better care for less money, let me tell you that there really is a free lunch and that someone I know swears that Santa Claus lives down the street from his cousin's best friend.